Live at Five Sports of Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. LaBelle Neal joining us uh, this week, sports columnist for the Minneapolis uh, Star Tribune. And LaBelle, you had an interesting column earlier this week uh, about, uh, uh, gosh, what was her name? Jesse Diggins. Uh, tell us a little bit about your column, where she's at. And uh, first, update us, remind us uh, who she was again and, and where she is now. Yeah, well, Jesse Diggins is from, from the Minnesota has lived in the Afton area for a while, and uh, she's one of the more decorated uh, skiers in uh, U.S. history and definitely one of Minnesota's best-ever athletes. Um, she recently won the world championship in cross-country skiing on their World Cup circuit, uh, the first U.S. player to do that, and she's won three medals at the Olympics and has won six medals at the world championships. So she's definitely highly decorated, and, you know, she is one of us. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and anyone who's talked to Jesse or has been around Jesse knows her spirit, her fight, her uh, internal optimism. We also known her for these killer workouts. She's got this thing called the Pain Cave <laughs> that she likes to live in when she's preparing for races. And uh, and if you've watched her race, she is just totally exhausted at the end of these events. She lay, lies on the snow for like several minutes. She you know, and she just gives her all for herself to be successful and for her country. Yeah. But, you know, when Jesse was 18 or 19 years old, she babbled bulimia. She had an eating disorder. Hmm. And uh, she was able to take care of that at the time and move forward and have a very successful career. But here we are now, 12 years later, and she suffered a relapse hmm. uh, in her eating disorder this summer. So um, she made the decision that she was going to admit that she had suffered a relapse uh, as a way of dealing with the with the uh, mental health that came along with uh, having such an issue, so she just announced that in September uh, that she had suffered a relapse and she was dealing with the consequences. So, um, as a result, she the the World Cup circuit begins this week in Finland, and she's there for the first race of the season. Hmm. But she announced to us on Monday that she, there's a good chance she will not race in every race on the circuit this year. Um, that she's going to take mental health breaks and look out for herself because she has tried too hard to be perfect. Um, she's got a lot of outside interests. She's on the board of directors for many, many of her uh, uh, endeavors. And, you know, her plate's full. Maybe her plate's overflowing. And so um, she thinks the mental uh, anguish over that, trying to be perfect and trying to uh, do everything all the time, led to her fall back on the eating disorder. So she's going to take care of uh, what she needs to do to keep herself in a good frame of mind uh, while not wearing herself out. That's her goal for this year. Boy, during a season for someone such as that, an international athlete, she's away from home at months at a time. It's got to be difficult to keep a kind of a regular routine. Absolutely. You know, and then when you're training for the Olympics and to be able to compete on a high level at one of those events, you know, you're probably in Europe all the time mm -hmm. uh, competing, going through, you know, racing through trails and, and training all the time. Uh, she uh, she mentioned that uh, she's got friends and family members who have not seen her race in person since, since she was 18, wow. 19 years old. You know, so now she's like going on 32. She's at the height of her powers. Um, and because of her lobbying, I pointed this out too, um, they asked her, you know, you've had a great year. Is there anything that you want, Jess? And you're like, yeah, I want to have a World Cup of race in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, in February, there is a World Cup uh, tour stop in Minneapolis at huh. Theodore Worth Park that uh, she uh, you know lobbied for, and so that's going to be a big thing. I think she's going to do all she can to compete in that event and not need to take a time off. But 
she also knows that everybody's going to be wanting to pull her in every direction because she's going to be home racing for the first time ever. And it's probably going to be a challenge to, right. you know, her mental health. So uh, she's already letting people know, hey, I may be in town. If I do race, you know, I may not be able to see you because I can't just fall apart right now. So yeah. um, that's what's going on with Jesse Diggins. Yeah, terrific. Uh, and uh, check out Lavelle's column. Then uh, I get mine digitally uh, at uh, startrip.com. So just uh, check out his column uh, on there. Uh, well, the Josh Dobbs story, uh, Lavelle, I haven't had a chance to ask you about that uh, yet this week. Uh, it was uh, incredible the first couple of weeks. This last week maybe came down to earth a little bit, but still, uh, to find a guy in a trade for just a pick swap late in a draft uh, this coming year, they they really kind of struck gold a little bit here. Well, the thing about that is the fact that he steps into action in Atlanta, you know, after uh, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, Jar- Jaron Hall yep. um, gets knocked out. For him to play the way he did, and having just come into the Vikings' lives that Wednesday, and if you think about this, coaches are so anal. You know, everything has to be regimented. Everything has to be scripted. scripted. You have to have these game plans written out to perfection. You have to have contingency plans. You have to have contingencies for the contingencies. You know, putting together a game plan and looking at the strengths and weaknesses of the opponent, and you want everything in place. Josh Dobbs drops into the middle of this and totally throws everything to, into upheaval. Kevin O'Connell's pretty much making up plays on the sideline. <laughs> and for, for them to pull off their victory in Atlanta, I thought it was an incredible combination of uh, Dobbs' Dobbs's ability to adapt and Kevin O'Connell's uh, ability to kind of change on the fly. So um, for him to move on and, and have success as a starter up until the Denver game, I think it's been pretty doggone impressive. Yeah. Um, He's got mobility. He's got an arm. I don't know if he has the powerhouse arm that some people like to see out of a quarterback, but it's definitely enough. And, you know, it's, it's, it's allowed the Vikings to go on a, a, a streak of success, like I said before last Sunday. And so their playoff hopes are still uh, very much alive, and he may be in a position to kind of help them reach the postseason where, they, where anything can happen. So I, I, just, I just think that it's more, one of the more remarkable stories of the NFL season. And I'm still trying to figure out how in the hell did the Atlanta Cardinals trade this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, not the only Cleveland traded him twice, and that's Kevin Stefanski over there. Uh, they're going with a rookie quarterback and now after uh, uh, you know their starter was injured for the rest of the season, and Stefanski's a good football guy. There's got to be something that they weren't able to get out of him that O'Connell has been able to so far. Exactly, exactly. I think I think KOC has also dialed up some things that fits Dobbs' strength, his mobility. You know, he the, the, he doesn't he didn't have a mobile quarterback with Kirk Cousins, so there's a different part of the playbook. Or he's had a, and has written an addendum to the playbook that is, will highlight or accentuate some of the positives that Dobbs brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really interested to see how they move forward uh, as a group, Dobbs and KLC. Um, because I'm sure that uh, Kevin is script them up, scripting up more plays to take advantage of Dobbs' abilities. They really liked Jaron Hall when they drafted him. That, that's why they were going to give him the first shot uh, to replace Cousins when he was injured. He's back now from his concussion. Uh, if Dobbs starts to struggle here, could they go back to Hall, or is it Dobbs no matter what to the end of the year? Well, the wild card in all this is Nick Mullins. And there are Viking players who who swear up and down that in practice Mullins makes all the throws, mm. and that he looks he looks very capable uh, when they're at practice. 
So uh, that may be that may be a factor too. You know. So sure. yes, uh, after entering, entering the season with Kirk Cousins as a single caller, the Vikings may end up starting four different quarterbacks <laughs> in, yeah. in, the, in the season if if Dobbs has to go down. But, yeah, yeah. You could see that. You could see Hall's tools and his skill set. You yeah. can see why there's some interest there from the Vikings. So, and it also tells me that maybe KLC wants to have a quarterback that's got a little bit of mobility, who's a little little athletic, yeah, to allow him to dollop some certain things. But you know that in going forward here, the thing that's going to determine what direction the Vikings go, you know, like after this year, it's going to be Assistant General Manager Justin Jefferson. Because hmm. whenever <laughs> Jefferson comes back. And plays, you know, it's going to be his opinion if it's going to carry a lot of weight because he loves Kirk Cousins because yeah. Kirk puts the ball in places where he can catch it. Yeah. Uh, if Dobbs can prove that and then if Dobbs can show that, then if Justin Jefferson says, you know what, we can play with Dobbs, we can win with Dobbs, then they could bring Josh Dobbs back and not be afraid of giving Jefferson $60 million a year and having it blow up the, bu- the budget. So, um Let's just kind of watch and see how the rest of the season plays out, especially when number 18 comes back. I, I doubt – I used to think he was going to come back this Monday against the Bears. But to me, if I'm the Vikings, yeah. um, I would wait this week and then use the bye week and then fire him out right after that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, after all, they did go on a five-game win streak without him, so it's not like they can't win without him. They've already proven they can. So that would seem Correct. a prudent thing, certainly. Lavelle, thanks so much. Happy Thanksgiving. I won't chat with you tomorrow, but we'll talk again on Friday, okay? Sounds perfect. Thanks a lot. Lavelle Neal joining us here on uh, Live at Five Sports with Todd and Sue Ann. It's brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.